It's Steve Anderson and welcome to this edition of the Crown Council Mentor of the Month. Our guest this month is Pam Peterson, who is the president of the Total Patient Service Institute, who I have had the opportunity of working with for nearly 20 years. Uh, Pam is one of the most capable leaders that I have ever worked with. And the reason that she leads the Total Patient Service Institute, and she has spent a, a a career not only in dentistry but in several other industries and we are going to talk today about one of the most pressing issues in dentistry right now which is recruiting hiring and retaining with a special emphasis on the recruiting piece uh, because that is a high on a lot of of uh, teams minds today so pam welcome and thanks for being our mentor of the month this month thank you steve it's great to be here uh, one of the most recent statistics that uh, I came across, I don't know if it's true, I don't know who, who comes up with numbers, uh, <laughs> but said that roughly 40% of the American workforce is in flux, is in some type of migration or change going on. Uh, and that certainly, we've seen plenty of that in dentistry and in a lot of different ways, shapes and forms, depending on where you are in the country and your market. Uh, so when it comes to recruiting, maybe we could start with some limiting beliefs that are easy to get trapped in, in, in a day and time like we're living in today, mentalities that do not help you be a good recruiter. So Pam, you get to be our therapist for starters. <laughs> what are the five myths uh, about recruiting today that all of us need to avoid? Well, number one is no one wants to work. Uh, and under no circumstances am I downplaying what we all went through um, as a nation as far as unemployment. But that that is a big myth that no one wants to work. Number two, unemployment is much better. Um, and that is a huge myth as well. Um, the next one is everyone has to be uh, experienced um, and there are some areas within the practice which is the dentist and the hygienist where it requires a license and for the most part a clinical assistant depending on where you where your state is what's going on in your state but there's a lot of physicians on the business side that experience isn't hundred percent necessary to find great talent the last one is people are lazy. We've always had a pool of people that will do just enough to get by and some that won't do anything at all. That doesn't have anything to do with the crisis that we went through as a nation. That pool of people that maybe five or 6% have always been there. Uh, so it's a myth that people are lazy. Got it. Okay. So those are the five things to avoid in terms of how you think about stuff. I talk to people as you do every day. Uh, who are very versed at telling me about everything that doesn't work. You know, this isn't working. No one's working. You know, all the things that won't work. And what we're going to talk about today is what is working. So if what you're doing is not working, that might be an indication that you need to make some changes to find something that is working. Don't just throw up your hands and give up. So in today's market, with as much as that is uh, going on, uh, let's let's talk about what is working with the understanding 
but there's going to be variation from market to market where you're in the country, if you're urban or suburban or mm-hmm. rural, or there's all kinds of different variations. So much of what we'll talk about is high level strategy, and then you need to determine how you apply this specifically in your market. So what's working? What's working is, um, first of all, know your demographics. If you are there and that's where your practice resides, then there's some great things happening. You just have to know what's going on in your community. A lot of their recruiting platforms are in, the, in it just like us, and they've done some incredible things uh, to help us find the t- talent that we want. And I'll use a couple of them that uh, have worked with a lot of clients that we work with. This is not an endorsement. This is a recommendation based on what's working. Um, one is Workable. Workable is an online platform that will do all of the work for you, which means it will um, it houses some of the key players that are in our industry that's working really well as far as recruitment, such as Glassdoor, Indeed. It puts it on one platform, so it makes it easy for whoever's screening and recruiting uh, for your, your practice. It makes it easy to go one place. Um, the other thing that I really like about Indeed is they really have um, listened to what dental practices have asked for. And I say dental practices because that's that's our realm, and which means they have assessments based on things that are important on the business side. So they've done their homework. They also have assessments that are important for a clinical assistant, a hygienist, a marketing person, whatever the case may be, there are some free resources that they offer. You just have to use them uh, and really ask for one of the reps to walk you through it. Um, the other that I, when I said know your demographics, I'm gonna think about um, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City has a, a newspaper that has been around for a very long time that is very successful with recruitment. It's called KSL. And so uh, when you're in Salt Lake City, uh, that's what I would recommend first before even uh, tapping into Workable because that's where everybody goes that lives in Salt Lake City. They look at KSL and get their news and a great job. KSL is kind of like, at least in that market, is like a local version of Craigslist. It's kind of like, it's a, it's a little bit of everything. Like you can sell stuff on there, but it's in that particular market, that's the go-to place. And there are other places around the country where there are more localized online resources that people look to because it's more regional and in nature versus nationwide. So market to market, there might be some variation there to look at. Yeah, love it. Um, other resources in terms of, uh, you know, there's always dental posts. There's any other resources that you'd recommend that might be beyond what some have utilized in the past? I would involve your team. Uh, your team is a very great resource. Eagles know Eagles. So they may have a, a friend or a colleague or someone that they know that want to get in the dentistry that does not require a license. And I've even had um, clients that have given some great um, feedback on things that have worked, which are patients that have come in that have become um, employees. And so you never know uh, who may be that right, who the right person is for your practice, but, but open that funnel um, and involve your team to ask around as well, uh, because turkeys breed turkeys. So along with that, Pam, I think I'll, I'll just add on this. 
because it's related. I call it the un unconventional talent search, which is usually every, you know, we all run ads and that's the easy thing to do. And at the same time, there's an opportunity as you're out and about in the community, transacting business. Uh, it's, it is easier in, in my book to hire for, for personality and, mm -hmm. and commitment to patient service and train the technical. Now, obviously, Absolutely. you know, if it's a hygienist, that's a little different story, but sure. um, finding somebody that has the right, that's the right type of person that can then work in the practice. So looking beyond just uh, experience, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, but everywhere you go, uh, have your antenna up and be looking for great people. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because when it doesn't work for a team member, it's never because they don't have the ability to do the job. It's, a, it's about culture and behavior. So I love that you said that that's a key thing to look for if it doesn't require a license. All right. Let's talk about ads. Um, I love, I mean, I read ads for entertainment, um, which might sound silly, but it's so interesting to me to see what people put out there as a supposed draw to come work in their business or their practice. So maybe we could start with what not to do. So what not to put in your ad if you're trying to attract the best in the market? Right. So I want you to think of an ad um, as a marketing piece. And so when you market, you market what you want. So it has to be something uh, wonderful and glorious for someone to say, yes, I want to sign up. Instead, here are some things that we've seen. Um, we want a non-smoker, um, someone that's on time, someone that's not on their phone during business hours, um, someone that gets along with other team members, someone who will not call in late, someone will dress properly, uh, someone that won't bicker or push uh, back whenever we have systems in place, someone that'll be nice to our patients. That is what- So 80% 80, 80 of what you just said is all the things you don't want. So here's what we don't want. Right. So you can't focus, one of the things we talk about in the, the total immersion course at Total Patient Services, you can't focus on the opposite of an idea. Right. Right. So especially in an ad, don't don't tell people what you don't want. You you tell them what you're what you're looking for and what you do want. So as silly as all those things sound, yes, believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> stranger things have happened. All right. So obviously, you know, you don't want to have that. So what uh, what would you recommend for an ad that that has a higher likelihood of working some of the opposite of what i just stated and so looking for an extraordinary team member to join our extraordinary team if you're looking for a career versus a job we'd love to have you uh, the ideal team member um, loves to take care of patients love to be supported all of the key things that are important regarding a healthy culture and then, of course, you can throw some things in there if um, if it's a business uh, assistance job or a dental assistance job, you can throw some key things in there, what the job entitles, but make sure that it's all centered around the warmth and competence that you can't train on. That's what I would make sure that's in the ad. 
Perfect. And uh, we actually have there are some sample ads that uh, give good examples of what you should have that we'll talk about how to get that here in just a moment. Uh, so what is it that the best team members are looking for? Because that I think there it's, you know, everybody's looking for good people and good people are looking for a great place to work. So this is an inside out proposition. What are great team members looking for? Okay. Great team members are not afraid of hard work at all. They want to work hard with people that they are in sync with. So they're looking for a great culture. And I know you hear that a lot. Um, and you'll continue to hear that, especially in our industry, because it's important. It's not about the teeth. And doctors, they want to work for a wonderful doctor. So, and it's not about your clinical skills, it's your people skills. They want to know who's leading the practice. Even if you have a practice administrator that will do, or an office manager that will do the legwork as far as screening, the I do needs to come from you doctors because that's who team members want. They want to know that they're working for someone that's leading and that is protecting the culture. They want to work with the synergized team, somewhere where they are caring for patients. They want to work where it's fun. And I don't mean where you're running around laughing and giggling, but it's just receiving uh, acknowledgement uh, at a boy or an at a girl. Um, the late uh, Maya Angelou said that people would, um, would like appreciation before a piece of bread if they're starving. So those are some key things that team members are looking for and it doesn't get old. And um, I know that you've heard this either from Steve, myself, or someone um, in our organization that people leave people, they don't leave practices. So if you flip that, people wanna work with the people that they enjoy being with because they're not afraid of hard work. You got it. So again, this is an inside out proposition. One of the things that we talk a lot about in the Crown Council, the Crown Council is all about creating a culture of success. It's about ongoing, what do you do as a team to create the kind of place where teams wanna work, where patients want to come. And, and one of the resources, the encouragements that we give to, uh, Crown Council teams is become a qualified member practice. There's eight requirements that are things that every practice should be doing. Yeah. Uh, and for example, one of those is ongoing, regular 360 degree team member feedback uh, surveys so that team, team members get feedback on what they're doing, not just from the doctor, but from everybody on the team. Mm -hmm. uh, regular team meetings so that there's ongoing learning and teamwork. So eight different requirements. So Anybody who's listening that is not a qualified member, I would highly recommend that. It's just one more ingredient that helps you create a culture of success and the right kind of team. And all of those requirements are, are on the Crown Council website, crowncouncil.org. So in addition to that, I mean, that's what the Crown Council does. Pam, you lead the team at Total Patient Service that is responsible for all things patient service verbal skills, case acceptance, all the things that make, you know, production and patient service make the whole practice work and having the right kind of team is mm -hmm. an important piece of that whole equation. Absolutely. So uh, if, if we were to summarize, 
Uh, if I were to come to you as a dentist uh, today and say, Pam, what I'm doing is not working. Give me the quick summary. What do I need to do to turn things around to have a more successful recruiting experience? So first take a look at um, your current foundation um, and check in with your team. Ask them, what does it feel like for them and why do they stay? And they'll give you some feedback and they'll also tell you what they, and then sit and then ask them the next question. This is just a SWOT. Um, said, if there's anything that we could be doing differently where people would be banging down, banging our door um, to get in, what would that be? And so they'll tell you some things that you need to kind of tune up. And so that's the first thing is to make sure that our foundation is solid. Then you can go out and search for the things that you want, the team member that you want to add to your team. And so uh, it's not uncommon when um, a team will, when you're recruiting, they'll say, tell me about your culture. Uh, we've been asked that a number of times and it's it feels good to be able to tell them what we're working on. And it's not perfect about perfection, it's about what you're willing to put the work in to get done. And so that's the first thing that I would recommend is first check in on what's going on within your practice. Do you squat? You can just have a conversation with your entire team. They'll give you feedback. In fact, it'll feel good for them as well to be acknowledged and to have a part of in helping recruit and what they're seeking for that next team member. Got it. Then from there, I mean, I've heard you talk numerous times to different, different groups like in the Tops Leadership Academy and other places where recruiting is not an event. It's an ongoing process. Tell us a little bit about that. All right, so I want you to treat it like recare. When we're training on recare and you have a team member that says, I hate following up, making phone calls, then that sends the message that you don't enjoy what you do regarding serving patients. The same thing for recruitment. It's a part of the business being an entrepreneur. It's ongoing. You should always leave the door open while you're searching for talent and not think of it as a one and done. Um, Ron Massey um, shared a really good quote with me. He said, because I asked him, I said, Ron, do you get tired of recruiting? He said, well, yeah, I get tired, but I'm not going to quit. He said, I don't think you guys would allow me to quit. I said, you got that right. He said, I put as much work into recruiting as I did to get my dental license. Um, and so that is food for thought. It is not a one and done. It's something that you're constantly doing where you're looking for talent. Uh, to join your team and almost having a bench um, where you can call people in the event that you have a change in your team for some reason um, you have a line of people that are dying to work with you got so it yeah. so always always be recruiting yes always be looking yes excellent uh so if uh if someone wanted a copy of your ideal recruiting ad where would they get that? Um, well, if they want an ideal, we, we have a, a resource page that we're going to offer, correct? Yes. In fact, if um, if anybody wants a copy of Pam's ideal ad, so it's an example of a really yeah. good ad, um, you can just email answers at totalpatientservice.com. So that's answers at totalpatientservice.com. Um, and put um, recruiting ad in the subject line, just a brief message, and uh, we'll, we'll shoot you back a, 
uh, a copy of a, a well-written ad. I've always said, Pam, it's a lot easier, at least for me, it's a lot easier to edit than it is to create from scratch. Absolutely, <laughs> so, it is for me. Yeah, and we're uh, constantly, we're constantly editing uh, based on who we're working with. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, so that, that'll at least help to recast your ad and update it so that you have the, the highest likelihood of a successful result and the best qualified uh, team members that are out there. So uh, hopefully those are some, some just reminders, some tips about the process and things you can do to have a successful result. Anytime, <clears throat> I've always held that anytime there's change, there's amazing opportunity and uh, opportunity to upgrade the team, opportunity to find new ways of doing things. And now is, is no different. So a lot of opportunities to upgrade and fine tune what you're doing uh, to keep the practice growing. Pam, thanks for being our guest and our mentor of the month and uh, for all you do for dental teams everywhere to keep practices growing and to help patients say yes. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for being with us. All right, bye-bye.